Hello. My good friends, it is an incontrovertible fact that the Gibson Les Paul is one of the most iconic musical instruments of this era. I love vintage guitars. I love Gibson's Fenders. I love Americana when it comes to electrical and acoustic stringed instruments. With that being said, here's the story about how I got my first Les Paul. When I was in high school, I used to hang with a kid that drove around a Pontiac Fiero. It was a god-awful sports car to era. This thing was crazy, man. I love this kid. Nicest kid in the world. Nicest kid you'd ever want to meet. Chris was his name. I can't remember his last name. But he's driving a two-seater white Pontiac Fiero. And me and this kid would kick it. He'd give me, like, you know, school's over. He'd offer me a ride home from school. We'd smoke some weed, go up in the crib, listen to some records. You know, sometimes on the weekends, I'd come to his crib and chill out. And at that time, I was playing... Just starting out, you know, playing in my first band or two, and I was playing god-awful guitars, man. For a little while there, I was on a Kramer with one pickup and a fucking Floyd Rose. It's what was happening. The town that I lived in is a beach town. The geography of this town is very particular. It's set up in such a way, it's a peninsula. It's about a 200-yard wide peninsula with the ocean on the east and a river on the west. Meaning, there's only one double yellow line road going in and out. And the cops in the town that I grew up in, fucking aggressive the way they carry on their business. So one day, Chris is driving me home from school, and it's, you know, winter time, so it's that time that about 3.30 in the afternoon, it's already starting to get dark. This car is one of those particular cars, and when you turn the keys, the headlights come up like this. Poop! Well, he turns the keys, the headlight come up, and I noticed that one of his headlights was out. And I said, Chris, you can't be driving through my town with a headlight out. They'll actually just pull you out of the car, put the gun to your neck, and shoot you for that shit in my town. Just shoot you, roadside. Oh, no, it's all cool, he says, it's all cool. Fine. Cut to a couple weeks later, I'm at Chris's house. And I'm sitting in his room. There's a pile of laundry over here about yay high, about waist high, two and a half, three feet uh, tall pile of laundry. And sticking out of this pile of laundry, I see a Gibson headstock. And I said, oh my God, what is that? You got a Gibson over there? He goes, oh yeah, that, uh, I got an old guitar under there. It's covered with dirty laundry and shit. I said, well, can I like pull it out and like see the motherfucker? Oh yeah, I guess if you want to go ahead, that old thing. So I, I grabbed the guitar by the headstock, and it was, listen, my friends, I can't only tell you, this this was like pulling Excalibur out of the fucking stone for me. I'm 16, I never thought I'd own a Les Paul in my life. I grabbed this headstock and pulled it out of this pile of stinky, dirty laundry, and at the bottom, bam, a beautiful Gibson Les Paul. I said, man, why are you treating this guitar like this? He said, oh, that old piece of... You don't know about that guitar, man. I mean, I used to leave that thing out overnight. I don't, I don't even play guitar. I don't even care about it. I said, well, why don't you sell me this thing? How much do you want for this? I have, I have to have this guitar, Chris. You got to sell me this guitar. Oh, no, this guitar is not for sale. This guitar is not for... I was heartbroken. I, I couldn't understand how this... There was a case. The guitar case was over against the wall. But he still had it laying under dirty laundry and said he doesn't play it. Oh, my God. I went to sleep every night. I couldn't forget about that Les Paul.
cut ahead to me telling him, hey man, you don't want to be driving through my town with your headlights out like this. This is not going to work out for you. It's going to end badly. I promise you. Oh, no, no, he says, I'm fine. Oh, no, I'm fine. But what happened was this. About a week and a half later, Chris calls me out of the blue and says, Hey, man, are you interested in still buying that guitar? I said, Hey, I mean, I am, but like, I'm fucking, I don't have no money. I'm like 16. I got no job. I mean, how much do you want for it? I said, he said, I mean, I'll take anything for it, man. How much do you got? I said, honest to God, Chris, I've got a hundred bucks on me right now. That's it. He goes, I'll take it. I said, really? He goes, yeah, man, I need money bad and I need it fast. I said, well, why? What happened? What do you know? He was driving through my town, got pulled over for having that headlight out and being a 17 year old motherfucker with no job. He needs some money now so his parents don't fucking kill him. I felt so bad about only paying $100 for this Les Paul that I gave him my Kramer just as a bonus. And that's how it happened, man. He drove the Les Paul over to my house in the same white Fiero, sheepishly opened up the little weirdo two-seat hatchback trunks that sports cars sometimes have, pulled the Les Paul out of it and handed it to me in the case. I still have that Les Paul to this day. I've played it on almost every recording I've ever made. It got wet in Superstorm Sandy and I had to rescue it, but I still have it and love it dearly. Here it is. My first Gibson Les Paul. I hope you guys have enjoyed this story. I'm going to go play this guitar a little bit. I'll see you guys next time. Music, life, whatever. Thank you guys for listening, man. I love you.